Hello and welcome to Food Navigator Asia. I'm Casey Kalini. We spoke to Lisa Mabe of Hua Social Communications about the Muslim market in Asia, looking at what consumers want and how best to address these needs. Globally, the Muslim market is estimated to be worth around 2.1 trillion US dollars and the halal food industry alone is estimated to be 560 billion. Lisa has identified what she believes to be an opportunity in the market. While there are many brands in Asia-Pacific addressing the needs of Muslim consumers, and these are both big and small, international and local companies, one area that I see a lot of opportunity in Asia within the area of halal is premium halal items that adhere to the highest of standards, quality and taste. Lisa believes that whilst halal certification is important to many Muslim consumers, it's not the only focus. There are many food movements gaining popularity around the world from eating locally grown and produced foods, natural and organic foods, and and placing a high premium on how food is sourced. For example, is it eco-conscious? Is it ethically sourced? Is it socially responsible? Or does it adhere to fair trade practices? I would say whether certified halal or not, Consumers want to know what they consume is in accordance with Islam. People are looking for more quality food. Gaining knowledge on the Muslim market is no easy task. There's so much diversity within the Muslim market as well, uh, not only you know from an ethnic point of view and a geographic point of view, but there are, are all kinds of different variations and lifestyles within Islam. As trends change and develop, Lisa points out that knowing your consumer is essential. Manufacturers must consider how their products fit into the lifestyles of their consumers and how that product is meeting a need or desire for them. When creating products and services for Muslim consumers, companies should be focused on listening. It's such an invaluable tool, but unfortunately many companies fail to do this properly. Uh, We see that the most innovative companies are always listening to their consumers to understand how they might meet an unmet need in their lifestyle. Manufacturers need to work differently depending on whether it's marketing to a Muslim minority or Muslim majority, or whether the consumer lives in a city or small town. One might think, you know, when dealing with a Muslim majority population, it's automatically a lot easier from a marketing point of view, but that's not necessarily the case. In many ways, that can actually be even more of a complex approach to that, and it's quite often the fact and in all types of communities around the world that the, the lifestyles and the needs are, are quite different from those who are city dwellers versus those that are, are more in rural areas who may even produce some of their own foods as well. Lisa sees an opportunity to enter the Muslim markets in the cities. I think especially in, uh, in bigger cities where people are living up to the city dweller lifestyle supermarkets and bigger brands are likely to play a bigger role in their lifestyle than in more rural areas where these types of products and goods are a little bit harder to come by. But manufacturers must realize that they will be in competition with local products. Lisa identifies a trend throughout Asia to purchase locally grown and produced products, but she says that once a relationship has been created, Muslim consumers are extremely brand loyal. One of the long-term effects of creating relationships with Muslim consumers um, is winning over their loyalty for your brand. And with the Muslim market growing as it is, being the the fastest-growing consumer segment in the world, their loyalty is definitely not something that brands want to miss.